Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Kutim Moran. We're going to pick it up right where we left off, examining this wondrous story of Rabbah Barbarchana. We last were talking about the different aspects of 40, how 40 comes up in our story, and how 40 is connected to the Torah. Next, the Idalein and if we had been lifted up any higher, Havamaklinan Mahavla, we would have been totally consumed. This elevation, what's going on here? Ki, as it says in Kohelis, yesh hevel There's a level of hevel, of nothingness, of these vapors, which also could be called vanity, that is made here on earth. And connected to this is the idea that there are tzaddikim, there are righteous people, that receive from the actions of the wicked. To pause and explain this for a moment, when a person has a desire, that's called hevel, says Rabbi Nachman. Hevel, these vapors, these desires that we have, you can have desires for kedusha, for holiness, for positivity, and God forbid the opposite. So when a Russia, when an evil person has a desire to do evil things, so then the tzaddik, the righteous people, sometimes need to, need to take that in order to make an ultimate fix to make our world much better. Va'al yedea hevel, and through this, Vanity, which is also desire and also like nothingness, hazeh, rabim nispakru. There are so many people that have thrown off a spiritual life. Shiroim, tzadik varalo, rashavatovlo. This is a huge concept in Jewish philosophy that there are righteous people that have challenges thrown their way, and there are evil people that seemingly are blessed so much in this world. Unbelievable. Why do bad things happen to good people? One of the most challenging philosophical questions, for sure. Yet a person can see this and say, this must mean that I don't need to be involved with with any type of spirituality. If good things happen to bad people and vice versa, why would I want to be a good person? It makes sense to say that here in this world, if I do good and I receive blessing that I can see, then I want to do more good. And if, God forbid, the opposite, if I make wrong choices and my life begins to be, become more challenging, so then, yeah, of course I want to do the right thing. And it stands to reason, in theory, that this is how the religious life should work. The more good I do, the more blessing I see in my life. We look around, we see rabbis who are suffering, we see great scholars and tremendous people who do so much chesed in this world that have very, very challenging lives. Why would I want to stay involved in something like that? On the surface, we can understand why a person would come to such a conclusion. We need to know that our religion is so much deeper than just the surface. Now, if more souls would have been able to be lifted up, then definitely the spiritual realities would have been easier, would have been clearer. There would not have been this vanity, this hevel, this nothingness that would make for problems and challenges in our world. Part of the problem is that souls are not getting elevated. People individually and vis-a-vis the tzaddikim, we're not ultimately elevating our souls to the levels and collective levels that they need to be. And this is one of the reasons why there are seemingly an unfair balance between righteous and evil of individuals in this world. If you recall the very beginning of our Torah, we learned about 
hashgacha pratis and and shleimus, complete divine providence. And one of the ways to have more of that is to elevate your soul. And one of the ways to have a soul elevation is through coming closer to Torah, to learning more Torah, to becoming more of a Torah dikayid, having Torah be more involved in my day-to-day life. Next part of the story says, that one wave called out to its friend, Chaverti, my friend. Maybe you left something over from this world that you would not have flooded. And if that's true, so then I'm going to come and take it out. I'm going to come and destroy it. What exactly does that mean? I know this means that after this, later on, that when all of these souls return from this level of pregnancy that we learned about before, that through this combining and addition, there's a love that grows. You can picture when a, a mother is pregnant, there's a love that grows between the baby that's inside of her and the mother. And one can inspire the other, one to the other, and one will recall what the other says. My brother, one says to the other, my brother, maybe you left something over, mean a, meaning a bad character trait. There's something when you were trying to, to grow as an individual, you left something out, and that can still rule over you. Maybe you can't fix it. Maybe you need an outside source, that other wave, another person, chaverta, a friend, to come and help you recognize those areas that you need to grow. Which lets us know why the next line, Venetiana let me come and destroy it. I'm going to help you. And I'm going to come and help you destroy that one character trait that's still within you. And then the other wave answers back. Yeah, please do. Come see the power of your master that, that we see from the story. That means, yes, I want you to help me. And I want to recognize your power, the power of the Almighty and the power of the Talmud Chacham, of the Tzaddik. These powers, when we connect to them, they're able to wipe out these negative midos, midos raos, bad character traits. And come see how great is his power. That even a thread of sand cannot be crossed over. Perisher Beinu Shmuel, like the Rashbam says, Afilu kemaloi roichev achut, lo yechalti letzeis chutz menachoyl. Like we see that even I can't go past the shoreline with a with this, this thread. What does this mean? Perish. At shoyelis I see. That's if you ask me. Shema shivakti mida ba'ulam shadayin lo takanti oisa. I'm not going to be able to fix this character trait in this world. There's not a fix for it. Tei But my friend, please, please know. Shadayin ani meshuka bechol ataivus. Friend, I'm still immersed in these desires. Vedayin lo yatsasi minachol, and I can't get out from the sand. Picture like quicksand. I can't get out. I'm stuck. These areas that I want to grow in, I keep repeating them over and over again. Picture a New Year's resolution, and you have the same one over and over every year again, like a Groundhog's Day. I'm trying to get better, and I keep hitting the same brick wall. 
ועדיין לא יצאתי מן החול אל הקודש, אפילו כמלוי חוט. בוודאי מישהו במדרגה כזויס. I'm sitting on this level and I want to grow, but I'm not there yet. בוודאי, so certainly, לייס דאבר, from our story, the idea that it cannot be crossed over. היינו שאי אפשר לא לבוא לבחינס איבור, that it's impossible for a person to come to this level of pregnancy, of איבור, meaning on their own. This process that we're speaking about, about taking a soul and bringing it to a Talmud Chacham, that there's an elevation that is part of the process where there are multiple people. A Jew goes to a Rav. That's part of the process. That process to have a maximal elevation is necessary for such elevation. A person cannot reach the same spiritual heights as they could with the guidance of a Tzadik. Afal Pichain. Irregardless. Where our story says, go and see this great power of your master. What does this mean? This is talking about the power of the Talmud Chacham, the, the Tzadik. Because this level of power and strength of this individual. He, the super tzaddik, was even able to lift up my soul to this level of Ibor. There is a tremendous power, whether we are on a super high level or not yet on a super high level, but have potential to be there. To go to a tzaddik is an essential part of the maximal spiritual growth. Now to close out this Torah in Os Zion, Rabbi Nachman is going to connect this whole idea back to the original verse that we learned in the very beginning of this Torah. V'zeh perish. And this whole idea that we learned thus far is the explanation of the verse that says, Ashrei ha'am. The original verse, if you recall, Ashrei ha'am yoide sruah Hashem v'chulei, that happy are the people that know the shofar's blast. Hashem, in the light of your countenance, they will travel. What's going on here? Ashrei Am, when it says that, Zebachinas Hashkacha. This means, happy are the people, those that are part of this Hashkacha, this overseeing, the, the recognition that God's hand is in everything. Yoide Surua, he who knows the blast of the shofar, Zebachinas Yaakov. This is the concept of Yaakov, like we learned earlier. Shehu Bechinas Tzedakah. Yaakov is connected to giving charity. Kemoshakasov, like the verse says, Mishpat Utzedakah, but Yaakov Atasisa. The laws and tzedakah and charity are within Yaakov, the aspect of Yaakov as he did. And this is the aspect of the Hey and the Vav and the Yud and the Hey, which is the aspect of Chesed, of kindness. That's one of Hashem's names of kindness. But Or Panecho, in the light of your face, your recognition, your countenance, Zebachinis Asechel, this is the intellect. Kemoshikasov, like the verse says, Chachmas Adam, Talir Panov. The verse we saw earlier in Koheles, that the wisdom of an individual illuminates his face, which on a deeper level, that through acts of chesed, of kindness, a person merits das, which is the concept of the Beis Amikdash, as we learned before. The word yahalechun, and they will, will travel, they will walk in the ways of Hashem, the, those who are happy. Eluhan nefashos, these are talking about the souls, bechinas mahalach nafesh, that the soul will travel, the happening of the soul, that when a person takes his soul and gives it to the Talmud Chacham, to a tzaddik, it gets elevated. There's a traveling that happens based on that process. 
The official Torah ends right here, but Reb Nassim writes there's an additional piece that he found in the notes of Rabbi Nachman that he's adding to close out this Torah. HaTorah! The Torah itself, Shehi Bechines this is the concept of seeing, of sight. Tanta Kanal. Tanta is Rosh Tevos, is an acronym for all the various aspects of the Torah. The Tanta is Ta'amim, Nekudos, Tagin, and Osios. For the cantillation notes, the vowels, the crowns that make the letters look pretty, and the letters themselves. When a person is really looking at something, you see all of the aspects, whereas an untrained eye would look at the Torah and see, oh, there's some letters on a parchment, there's black on white, and that's it. But for a trained eye, for a person who spent time learning, you recognize there's so much more there. There's the the nekudos, the vowels. There's the, the notes, the trup that you have to spend time learning. There are the crowns on the letters that make them look beautiful. It's called ksavashuris, only a letter that would be fitting for the Sefer Torah. And then there's the actual letters themselves. A trained eye sees more. Kol basar yachdov, that all flesh is together. What does that mean? Zebechines lekitas and nefashos kulam. This is the gathering of all the souls together. The bechines lekeach nefashos chacham, which is this concept of the Talmud chacham bringing the souls, collecting them. Kipi Hashem diber, like that which God said. Kol zenase al yidei ruach nediva kanal. This recognition of God speaking to a person, this is done through a giving spirit. A person who's more giving has the capacity to see more of the hand of God. Shehu piyashem, according to that which God said, Here is where the writing of Rabbi Nachman ends, and Rabbi Nassim continues, And we should understand the following thing. Shemevi hamikra, that which is brought in the Pasuk, V'nigla kavod Hashem v'ra'u kol basar yachdav, ki piyashem diber. What does that mean? Umvoyer kola maimer hanal. Just bringing it all together, this idea of the glory of God, this corresponds to the Beis Amigdash. That's the glory space, as we learned about before, and that all flesh will see it together, all these people, that seeing is this aspect of seeing the Torah for all that it has to offer, not only the, the black ink on the white parchment. And for the mouth of God has spoken, all this is accomplished through the generous spirit. That's the mouth of God, as our sages taught, that this mouth is called generosity, charity, tzedakah. The practical take-home is to make sure that we're connecting with unbelievably righteous people. Now, Rab Nassin writes, what about in today's generation when the level of tzaddik is not necessarily the same as it was in the previous with Rabbi Nachman and before? What are we supposed to do? And Rab Nassin writes very clearly that we're speaking about learning their Torahs. When we learn the Torah of a super tzaddik, most notably, Lakute Moran, Vachule, and other Sifre Tzadikim were able to connect to that Tzadik, to give them our soul, our Neshama, and allow them to help us elevate our souls to the highest of the high. Please, God, we should be Zochet to take all of these practical ideas and put them into action. We should be able to learn the Torah at Tzadikim, bringing our souls ever higher in Dvekes Bashem. This brings us to the end of Torah 13. Wishing everyone a beautiful day. Baruch Hashem.